And this time we're not going to get lost. No. We're not. We're not. Okay. We're I, I, I'm a New Yorker now. Look at me. I fit in. <laughs> I fit in. You know? Yes. Where you at? I'm right here, baby. I'm over here now. I'm over here now. Hello, welcome back to a brand new episode of TFTR. We have to reintroduce ourselves. This is Lizzie and Freddie Correa. Welcome back. We are aliens and here we are playing the character. Here we are. We are back. Back home, back in Vegas. I, I came super sore. My feet has, have never been this sore. Where did you come from? I came from Philly. New Jersey and New York City. Well, I was gone almost a whole week. I was out of here. I was two days in Philly and five days in New York. I can see why your feet hurt because that's <laughs> a lot of walking. These boots are made for walking. And walking for seven days straight of not walking uh, your usual steps. Yeah, yeah. Usually I, I clock in around 5,000 steps here in Vegas. You know, just on my regular every day, you know, including work life uh, night life <laughs> just 5000 that's it that that's shame on me because after looking at what i clocked in guess how much what do you I, think i i would guess maybe 8000 8000 is a great guess even though you already know the answer <laughs> <laughs> we're just <laughs> <laughs> I know, why would you ask me? <laughs> we had to re-record the intro. I'm sorry. Okay. Boom. We just let the cat out of the bag. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, usually I, I clock in around 5,000. I was surprised. I hit 15,000, 17,000 one time. Um, maybe almost, yeah, very close to 20,000. And I, I've never really walked that much. Uh it's been, I mean, I have, but it's been a very long time. <laughs> Your headphones keep falling they down. They keep falling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to take off the hat. The hat's going to go. All right, the hat's going to go. There we go. Is this better? Is this okay? Every time you laugh, I look at your little lips. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see my lips through here? I didn't even wash it. Oh, so. no. Can I drink through it? No, no. Oh, dear. No, baby, don't do that. That is foul. Imagine you didn't wash it, and now you're just drinking the... I just drink whatever. Oh, aliens are gross. <laughs> Jesus. What happened to you? Go to New York one time. Yeah, I came back super proud of myself because all the walking, and uh, I came back celebrating. Uh, <laughs> we bought four maple donuts from 7-Eleven, uh, a <laughs> couple pies. Mine, all mine. You heat them up in the microwave. Some of the best, the best uh, little delights you could get from a convenience store. And, you know, it made me appreciate 7-Eleven. Because being out there, you know what the big thing is in New York City, there, like, New what, Jersey? Is there 7-Eleven out there? Yeah. No. It's called a Wawa. Wawa? The Wawa. Wawa, Wawa, Wawa. Wawa, Very first place when I uh, touched down in Philly was a Wawa. And the Wawas are like the competition to, let's say, Bucky's. You know, Love's okay. gas stations, those kind you know, so 7-Eleven, I underappreciate how much, like, some of the stuff that they do here locally. They got some good stuff in 7-Eleven, like you know? What, what, what does Wawa not have? Well, Wawa is great, too. It just made me realize that 7-Eleven does. So, Wawa does a lot of their own products and, and their own, like, their own pastries, their own, like, uh, breakfast sandwiches. And it's all under the 7-Eleven brand. Uh, or, or, I mean, Wawa. And, and and they take a lot of pride in it. They have, um, they have them throughout most of the East Coast. So, they have 7-Elevens out there, too. But now, looking back, I'm like, there's a bunch of 7-Eleven products, like like the pies. Pies are great. Anyway, I'm I'm over here being a fat boy. All the carbs, all the walking I did, I I put I put some back on uh, celebrating when I touched down back in Vegas. But being in Philly was uh, a lot of fun, uh, and, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about Philly. Spent two awesome days with my homie Colin, and and t he took me all over the place. That was a lot of fun. Uh, then the last day in Philly was on September 11th. I had to be. Uh, at the bus station really early so i was like 30 45 minutes away and on top of that you were sleep deprived oh yeah so talk about that on top of 7 a.m just a normal 7 a.m if you were here yeah that was not a 7 a.m for you or that was earlier that was a big okay i've learned from mistakes in the past and sometimes it takes me three four times to learn from them this is the last time i take a red eye 
never again. I, I always tell myself I'm going to sleep on the plane. It did not happen. It was it was tough. So you run the risk of taking the red eye and not resting. Yeah. Yeah. Because in, in, my, in my head, I'm thinking if I take the red eye, I'm going to take, you know, make the most of the next day and, and enjoy and explore whatever as long as I rest at nighttime. But there was no way. I just couldn't. I tried my best. I even bought this special uh, pillow. You saw it. You, you kind of laughed when you saw it. It looks like a turtleneck. Yeah, I didn't believe that it worked. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and it's great. It's like a brace. You know, it, it wraps and you look all weird like if you broke your neck or something. But, you know, it doesn't let you like lean on anybody. It just it keeps your head, you know, tilted like that. And, you, and you're comfortable. But, you know, just just being in a plane, there's something about it with me. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I try. I try so hard. But and the flight was like about five hours, a little over five hours. So. Okay. And you have to now also you've learned other than not taking a red eye is no matter what, you're going to choose the right company to fly with. Yeah. Because on the way back, you flew with, uh, who did you fly with? Delta. Delta. Yeah. And you're like. On the way there was. Uh, what Frontier. Was Frontier. Yeah. Frontier. And why was Delta? Delta was. Much better? It was. It was night and day. Uh, I always hear people talk about Delta. It's the way to go. And it really is. I, I see the hype, like the leg room you have. Um, I, they, I volunteered. So they moved me from a regular, I was going to be in the middle seat and, and you could, you, you have better leg room for sure already, but I volunteered to be in the emergency door, you know, that little aisle. Yeah, where you have to, they have to they, give you like special announcements. Yeah. And, and they, they put four people up there. Um, nobody likes to sit there because the, the seats don't recline, but then I, I recorded and I, t I think I took a picture. There's so much, there was the lady next to me had a box sticking out of the bottom of the of the you know where you put your carry-on or whatever it was so big it was just sticking out it was I, I was able to stretch my legs without standing up that was amazing so that's another thing so that yeah i learned that I'm not gonna ever take a red eye again never red eye number one and and i think flying whatever makes you feel comfortable and to me r flying in delta was pretty badass i went to sleep for a couple hours and i i did sleep a little bit and I, and then i uh he woke me up at one point so we could go and sightsee and check out philly and that helped me but it just there's something about not being in my own house if i'm not in a hotel i don't know if i could like it reminds me of spending the night <laughs> i haven't done it so it's hard for me to sleep in someone else's house it's just something strange for me and and the hospital was amazing they were great to me i was super comfortable but there's something weird in my head that it's just like an airplane <laughs> my my mind knows I'm in an airplane and I can't sleep. I have almost like a syndrome, or not a syndrome, but I'm triggered where sleepovers. Yeah. Because when I was, my first memory is where it was not great. Yeah. How old were you? I think I had to be at least 12 years old. That 12? was my first sleepover. Mm -hmm. It was with a bunch of young girls. Yeah. So you would think being around a bunch of girls would probably ease the tension. Yeah. But I uh, obviously am wired, really. <laughs> I'm wired differently. And that was my first time being away from my parents. And I did not want to go. I was forced to go. My parents were like, no, you, you know, you're going to have fun. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> and kind of thing like, you're going to go. And yeah. I'm like, ah, fine then, you know. And so I remember on the way there, I'm crying. Oh, wow. I'm crying like a baby. I'm like almost a teenager at this point. So you, there was nothing inside of you that you looked forward to? Absolutely not. Wow. Abs I wanted to be home. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> in my bed. In my comfort zone, yeah, where I could do whatever I want. When I'm in someone else's space, it's okay. Now we're on their clock. Uh -huh. We're on their time, and I think naturally something about that within me is like no. <laughs> <laughs> and especially I'm a young girl at that time. It's my first time being away mm -hmm. um, and being around a lot of energies, a lot of young girls. I was with one of my closest friends. Yeah, I went to her house. Once you got there, were you crying? Were you still crying, or you try to have fun? You no, try to I make try the best best of it out of it. I try to have fun. Yeah, I did. I try to make the the most of it. Yeah. But deep down inside, I felt like I was counting down the hours. I felt like I was at work, <laughs> and I was counting down the clock. Okay, when's the weekend? When's the weekend coming? I need to. Yeah go get this over with i understood how what you said like being away from your comfort zone basically not being able to sleep because i remember also there was a time where we were finally going to sleep mm -hmm. and everybody sleeps differently whether they have music whether they have lights on whether they shut off the lights completely yeah 
Uh, people like the fan on. Some, some people, people sleep with um, background music now. Yeah. It's yeah. So uh, we do. <laughs> the temperatures are differently. Like, th- like everything is different. So here they had music on. Uh-huh. That was the first time where I had seen someone turn off the TV yeah. and sleep with music because I was used well, to what was it like? sleep with the TV. Really? Yeah, always with my parents. Yeah. Uh, um, always me naturally. I had a TV in my room. Always had background noise. Well, not background noise, but it was the TV. Like, like, uh, not it wasn't music. It was that's background noise. Oh, background noise. Okay, yeah. but she did have background noise, but it was different background noise. It was music. Yeah. And it was no visual. There you go. There's the difference. I needed a visual. I needed to see something see. on the TV. Yeah. She, when I went to her house, she didn't have anything visual. It was just mm-hmm. m- music. And I was like, how can I fall asleep? I need to see something. I need to see yeah. a TV. So that was hard for me. I'm like, see, this is why. Yeah. This is why. I, mean, I was making excuses uh-huh. left and right, right? Like, this is no, the but last it's time. Still, <laughs> yeah, you tell yourself in your head, like, <laughs> this is why. Yeah, this is why I stay in my own place, right? Because, I mean, and it is true. You get to a point when you're li- in your life where you accommodate a lot for people. And especially when you're in your own space, at least, or when you're on vacation, you want to feel that you're at peace or that you can be yourself or relax the way that you are at home. Yeah, but, and, and here's the thing, too, though. Even as like uh, as nice of a place you could be you know like when we've been to a family member's house when we've gone to visit you know another city i don't want to mention names but we've stayed at, at some of your family members i don't want them to feel that we weren't comfortable we're super comfortable like it's, it's such a like a cozy bed and you know you cover up and everything and with the sheets and you're like man i feel like i'm in a hotel but Again, just knowing that you're not in your own bed. It's like weird. Sometimes you have to com- you have to compromise. Yes. But when it's in your control, for the most part, mm-hmm. you want to feel comfortable and have it your way. Sleeping arrangements, you know, being in a space that you're, you're comfortable. Especially you work hard. We work hard. As people who work hard, we deserve to feel comfortable wherever we yeah. go in our space. And especially yeah. when we rest our head. Yeah. This is how comfortable I was there. Um, they even had a TV with YouTube, and I put my amb- ambient music, and I got to meditate. That's something I really got to do, and that was cool. got to do a lot of meditation. And um, in a way, even though this, I was sleep-deprived, the meditation, I think, helped a lot, calming down the, you know, shutting down the brain a little bit. So that helped. I, I think it's, it's the whole three-hour difference. It's, it's, it's rough, but people do it all the time. It's just I got to figure it out, you know. What works? <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll be going back to New York soon. Yeah, definitely. And I'll have to figure it out because it's always when you travel to the East Coast, that time difference hits you really hard. It's just different. There's nothing like sleeping like that saying. It's nothing like There's nothing like home. Yeah, that's true. So on the last night in Philly, I, I had to get to the mega bus. And yeah, I was sleep deprived. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sleep on the bus. So I bought uh, a $28 ticket. It was $20 for the Megabus, but $8 extra to sit on the top deck with a panoramic view. And I'm like, all right, let's check this out. This is going to be fun. And, you know, at least I could get some footage, record a little bit, write on the journal, do whatever, and fall asleep if I can't, because it was going to be like a three-hour ride. So I get to the bus stop. I am at the bus stop now, waiting right here. This is where the Megabus stops, right by the Liberty Bell. The sun's coming up. You know, I get there probably like around 6, 6 a.m. Get, th- get there pretty early. Uh, Colin's girlfriend, she's super awesome. She dropped me off. Uh, didn't even have to get up that early for work, and she got up because she- to give me a ride. So that was super, super nice of them. They dropped me off. First thing I see is a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm right by the, uh, in downtown Philly. 7.30 a.m. Over here waiting for the Megabus. Trying to head to uh, New York City. I just got me a donut with the Dunkin' Donuts. The place is alive. Everybody's awake. There's young people going to high school. You know, there's I hear kids yelling at each other from the door and uh, cussing at each other out. It, it's like alive. The city's just alive, right? I go away for the bus, and there's buses to go to D.C. There's buses to go to uh, Boston. It's like this is a, a, a hub to different areas, right? There's a Greyhound, and it brought back memories of me traveling on a bus with a kid, as a kid with my mom, you know? So I get to the mega bus section, and there's only three people in line. So I'm just there. I'm eating my donut, my coffee, enjoying, you know, the, the sun's coming up. 
Can I ask you what flavor yeah. donut you, you, <laughs> yeah. you got? Yeah. Unfortunately, not maple. <laughs> they oh. were out. Can you believe that? That's what I was going to guess. Something maple or something something cream-filled. I went with something similar to maple. It was glazed for sure. And it was. I went with pink sprinkled. Mm. Yeah. I've been into the pink donuts lately. I'm craving donuts now. Uh, yeah. I, th- we talked about donuts earlier and now, like, yeah. I, well, I think that's why, because we were supposed to get some donuts. That was the plan. I know. And then we changed our minds, which is fine. It happens, but el antojo, el antojo is still there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now you're talking about donuts. Yeah. And this morning, I think I wanted donuts, too. All right. Let me talk up to 7-Eleven right here. 7-Eleven. <laughs> I love you. My husband loves you. But we got to work on the department where those maple donuts, you know. I, I It was a little... Mm. You didn't like it, huh? I don't like it. Oh, really? Wow. Do a little more work there. Go back. To, if you want to compare, go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I know you're not Krispy Kreme. Okay? And you probably say, well, if you like Krispy Kreme, Damn, go to Krispy Kreme. Shots fired. And I will go because now that I had a taste Holy. of what you offer, I will go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> But again, I still love you, 7-Eleven. Damn. <laughs> That's why you didn't want to bite from it. For one, the flavor and the consistency. Yeah. Hmm. When I bit it, it like it yeah. was like felt very soggy, waggy. Yeah. And and the maple on top. It was a little light colored. It was a little on the light side. It felt. It it didn't, I don't know. The flavor was not what a maple should taste. No. Oh well, you're an alien. What do you know? I want the best, and maybe I got the best. Yeah. <laughs> When I got Krispy Kreme, or we went to also <laughs> Maybe that's Ronald why. Donuts here. There's Ronald Donuts oh, here in Vegas. Ronald Donuts, yeah. No, no, I'm confusing. Where have we been uh, uh, recently? We've been to uh, Krispy Kreme. Winchell's. Winchell's. Uh, There's Winchell's the, they have Pink Spot. Went to pink, pink Spot. Yeah, Pink Spot here. Isn't it Pink Spot? Something pink. Yeah, pink for sure. Let me. Uh, oh, pink. and the one that they brought to Vegas. Um, uh, yeah, pink I, box. Pink box. There we go. Pink box. Yeah. Pink box donuts. Yeah, pink box. And the one that they brought is Ronald's, I think. No. Ronald's. The one that you went with Felipe Esparza when that's, you did the episode. What yeah, was that place? Yeah, that's the begin place. I think that's Ronald's donuts. Yeah, that one's Ronald's donuts. Okay, I'm. I don't. I don't know that one. That the that new one they brought that has the big old donuts. Yeah, sign. you're making me crave some donuts here. I know. So you had donuts when you were How am I waiting do? on the mega bus. <laughs> Stay hydrated, ah, folks. That was good. Yeah. So I got my donut and I'm eating it. There's only three people in line. At one point, I walk away just to go explore, and I and I turn around the corner, and I was literally next to the Liberty Bell the whole time. I was right next to that. So I walk away from the line to go explore, right? <clears throat> I come back, and now we're getting the line. There's this uh, young woman, and she seems a little lost, and she's asking the guy. Now there's a guy right there asking for the tickets, you know, collecting the tickets. He's the one that's going to load us up. The bus is not there yet. And this lady, she seems a little lost. She steps out of line, and, you know, I'm in place now. She goes away. When she comes back, I... You know, I've always been taught, like, you get up for a lady, you open the door, you know, whatever. Um, that Those kind of manners, you know. Well, maybe he just has manners. At least the minimum, you know, as a gentleman or whatever. And I told her, ma'am, this is your spot. This is where you were. And she's like, oh, thank you. And she goes in front of me. And as we're going inside the bus now, I already threw my bags in. I'm going up to my seat, my panoramic seat. This fucking bitch is sitting in my seat. Oh, no. Oh. Hey, that's my seat. When someone is in your spot. Yeah. And I it's I feel like, damn it, it's my fault because I let her in front of me, you know? And I think if I would have not let her in front of me, I would have said something like, hey, that's my spot. But now that I let her in front of me, I feel like I gave up my power. But is it her or your uh, your fault? Because is, isn't it assigned? She should know it's where. Assigned. So it's not your fault. No, she no. should know where to be sitting. She should know. But it's my fault that I put. I, I, but I got myself in that situation by being kind to her, I think. A negative. Regardless no? of when she came into that bus. Yeah. After or before you or mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, two people after you. Yeah, because it's she a sign. She should know yeah. where she should be sitting because the interaction that you had should not again. affect uh-huh. her brain knowing where she should be sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, so it's not that you're too nice. It's that yeah. she's dumb. Yeah, she went up there just like she like <laughs> kind of like clueless or whatever, and I and I felt like man, after I told her she could go in front, now I'm gonna tell her, hey, that's my spot, you know. 
Yeah. You know what you, I mean? The, now like, you're the being, awkwardness. Yeah. You you had this nice, you know, interaction. Yeah. Now you have to be bad cop. Yeah. Now I'm going to be like, hey, uh, you know, I let you in front of me, but just so you know, you're my spot, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you need to get off. Um, get out of my spot. And, and, and I even, this is, I did say something out loud, kind of, it might have been a little passive aggressive or whatever, but I said, uh, there was a, a gentleman on the left side. There's two, there's, there's two seats here and two seats there. She sat on my seat. You know, I was going to take the whole row, pretty much. It's my panoramic view. It's my view. I paid the extra $8, not her. And then I said, are these seats a sign? And then the gentleman, he's like, yeah, yeah, these are a sign. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's empty like this. So it doesn't, you know, doesn't matter. You can sit wherever, man. And it's like, that's not why I was asking. I was kind of asking so she could hear and she could move out of my seat. <laughs> but no, she was all like staring into the abyss, you know, just into the ether, just unaware of the world around her, you know. And I was like, damn it. And I, and I sat like the next best seat. So I like two seats or there, there's like these stairs because it's a double decker. And I, I sat behind her still. And I'm like, well, I'll get this this view right here, you know. <laughs> so you always sometimes after uh interaction leave it and mm. say oh i should have done yeah, this yeah. always because you're not in the your mindset is not in that moment in, yeah in the, in the present moment it's always the after so yeah. how can you ever yeah. say oh i should have done that so anyways yeah. i was gonna ask you was it too much for you to maybe say nicely something like this hi uh i'm sorry i think this is my seat here can you confirm that I may be, I may be mistaken? Yeah, yeah. I should have just said something. No, I, I should have said something. Looking back, I'm like, damn it. Because there's a way to say things too, yeah. and not and not be a yeah. It's you know, happened before. I mean, re remember when? Uh, this is one of, one of the times that it was so annoying. Uh, we went to watch the Raiders play the, the Chargers at the Chargers Stadium in San Diego before they left their city like cowards, you know. <laughs> Well, we went there before they left. We went there to watch the watch them play, and there was a, a couple sitting in our seats. Oh yeah, do you remember that? I remember. And I remember I told you I'm going into this game sober. I'm not drinking because I know I got a feeling people are gonna act stupid. And I think this was probably our second football game ever, like NFL like live game. And when we told them, they said no. This is these are our seats, and they were just watching the game and kind of like laughing around, like like they knew what. The they were doing so then we had to go tell security hey man because what are we going to do are we going to take someone else's seats you know so they ended up moving we pretty much told them hey you need to get the hell out out of, out of our seats and uh i don't understand why people do that because you pay for that seat yeah. i understand if it's general admission and when it's free for all and you're trying to get to uh, one spot and you saved it and, and then someone gets it and that's when i'm like oh that's my mm -hmm. spot hey that's my seat yeah but when you paid for that well how did i don't understand how people get it in their minds that it's okay for them to risk it and yeah. take it maybe because they've done it and it's worked for them before yeah. but here's the thing why don't you wait until the show how or the game has started or wait for wait for a while a while yeah. to make sure like okay this person is not coming mm -hmm. yeah instead of saying you know i don't care about this person yeah. i pay for this yeah i'm just gonna make my own rules that's that's the lack of respect there i don't like yeah. that people do i always try to give people the benefit of the doubt too so you have to try to maybe assume oh maybe they're just they got confused yeah but in this case they were not confused no after we told them it's like these are our seats and then and then they do the walk of shame and and walk <laughs> away like like idiots it's like dude that was our seats bro come on and that was the first time by the way that i i was around uh drunk people sober i chose to be sober that they remember because i'm like it goes down you know i always see this on tv you know raider fans fighting fighting each other fighting or fighting other you know team fans yeah. charger fans and do you remember we saw two charger fans fighting each other yeah i was gonna tell you was that the one that the the two guys that got kicked out it was a uh an older charger fan fighting a younger like a cholo charger fan how bad did it get i, I forgot like that fight was it just it, it they they ended up fighting down the stairs um i remember they came down from our right side 
and they ended up fighting in front of us like there was a little bit of a standing area in front of us and they, they started like going at it and they stopped them right away but it was just kind of kind of ridiculous like you guys are in the same team dude <laughs> hey, hey same team same team there's something about people go to these games they become very tribal like this is my tribe fuck your tribe um and and it could be it could have been one of them was talking to one of their friends that because sometimes they bring friends that are raider fans you know they they come in groups and they might be like well you're talking to my homie i'm gonna it's, it's all retarded it's yeah. just it's it's ridiculous for them to be fighting over a team that they're not really playing for when it gets like that level of okay now we're fighting come on yeah they don't even know who you are yeah yeah it's it's so dumb back to this this lady i i think i should have said something so thank you i'm learning from it it's just that there's been other times where i've said things and i'm like uh looking back if i would have said something now i'm sitting in the front she's behind me now i'm gonna be like oh shit, i gotta watch my back now who That's knows true. she could be some psycho bitch i think you know? everything happened the way it was supposed to happen yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we can learn things for next time. Mm -hmm. But like you said, when you rode that and didn't do it, mm -hmm. you got to ask yourself, was it worth it? Like, yeah. yeah, because then the interaction I would have had with her maybe wouldn't have gone well. Yeah, And then I, and then it would have been worse. That would have been the reason I didn't sleep. Oh, and let me give you the reason I didn't sleep on the bus. <laughs> so you didn't sleep on the plane. I still didn't. Okay, so I didn't sleep on the plane. I need sleep. I had a chance to sleep at my boy Colin's house several times. Even, I, and, I tr and I did sleep at times. There was some times where I did. But the last night, the anticipation of not wanting to miss the mega bus, there's something in my brain that I ended up, it turned into like a meditation session for three, four hours. Just listening to music, meditating music. I drank NyQuil and it was rough. So I get on the mega bus. Now, I can't sleep because not only, you know, that the little situation with the, the seat, whatever. I, I got my other seat. The bus is in full. I got a good roll of seats. I could put my feet up. I forgot my freaking hoodie. Oh, no, your Poly D hoodie. I forgot my hoodie. Yeah, my Poly D. <laughs> your favorite I hoodie. I forgot it. And then the, the, the seat where I was, I could have moved. But it was cracked open, so I got the breeze, and it felt great because at first I was, I came in sweating like a pig, but then it got cold, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so then I just couldn't sleep. And then I got to New York, super tired. <laughs> it was daytime. Is there any better way to travel from Philly to New York than the Megabus? I think the Megabus is a great way, but there's another there's alternative would be a train, you know, unless you're driving yourself. But Megabus was great. I think it was great. It was just that the situation, it just it didn't fall into place for me you know for getting the hoodie and just you know getting that breeze it kept me up so once we got to new york i'm i'm just like fully awake i'm like okay this is awesome i haven't been here since 2018 2019 i think is the last time we went and and it's 9 11 you know you talk about philly being alive new york city it's like ambulance you know you got the sirens you hear these horns from the ships from the hudson river and there's like groups of people waiting with vests on to to get onto a bus you just see life like everything happening in front of you it's beautiful right and i'm thinking all right so now i gotta get to the airbnb because i got a show tonight at the stan comedy club in new york city and i need to get sleep i am sleep deprived i am i i feel like a zombie i need sleep yeah, Even I got to recharge that battery. Yeah, I got to recharge. Although I'm like alert, right? I know what's going on, everything around me, whatever. Because you have to be alert in New York City. Yeah, except, especially when you're over here hauling a carry-on, <laughs> you know? So, was it easy finding the Airbnb? It was not. We arrived right by this famous art building that's in front of a mall. So this building right here, it's an art building. It's very beautiful. But you're not allowed to go in there anymore used to be able to climb up the stairs take pictures from what i've heard it might be a rumor but a lot of suicides happen and they close it down doesn't make sense because then wouldn't they just close down all the freaking buildings in new york it's so much nicer to look at it though i think i don't want to climb those stairs come on man give me a hot dog so after that i put in uh the address for the airbnb on my phone and it takes me okay i need to take a subway to take to then drop me off in take the bus i have to take a bus to new jersey because i'm staying in west new york new jersey most people don't even know of this place i say west new york they think i'm talking about new york city the west part of new york i had no clue until we yeah. booked this for you yeah 
it's it's a city called West New York, New Jersey. It's right uh, right under North Bergen, where Joey Diaz is from. Oh, uh, come down. Look at you. You already know. I know. You hey. know. Hey, hey I, you're I'm, from New Jersey. Where do, you, where do you think I got the jewelry from? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm from Jersey. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this. North Bergen is known for a lot of UFO activity. Ooh. A lot. And, and, and I went and it did some exploration. We're going to talk about that more on another episode. Okay. So that's going to be very interesting. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So now to get to uh, West New York, I had to take the subway. I got to the bus station. Now the bus station is the most confusing of all. I thought the subway was confusing. Um, there was a, before I got to the bus station, by the way, I went around about three times. I passed by the same place up and down, up and down these stairs, multiple oh, no. stairs. And I was like, it was like one of those scenes in a movie or a show where you're like, you keep going in circles. We're going in circles. I literally was going around in circles. Like a corn maze. You don't, yeah. you, feel like you don't know where to go and you feel yeah. like you're going around in circles yeah and, and and it was it was add i don't know what it was the phone said look for these signs i would follow those signs then i, I would keep going i'm like what happened to the other signs it, it, again i blame it on being sleep deprived and <laughs> and you're not from new york i'm not from new york okay i am an alien in new york <laughs> I am not from this place. <laughs> you are not one of them. I am not one of them. Okay. So I get to the bus station. I buy my ticket. And the ticket, this is the, the most like confusing thing of all. The ticket has a bunch of numbers, but not one of those numbers is my route or my gate. Wrong. So they, I went on my way. After I buy the ticket, not, I'm thinking, oh, I'm looking for these numbers. I finally stop somebody and, and, and I ask him, do you know where my gate is or what route? And he's like, oh, let me scan it. He had to, he had to scan it, use his system, his network to figure out what route. And then I had to write it on a piece of paper. I'm like, why wouldn't this just be printed on my paper? That doesn't make sense unless they just cater to the locals and like the locals know. Which yeah. is not fair because New York so... is one of the places that a lot of tourists go to and a lot of people visit. Yeah, and, so. and I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with user error. I'm gonna blame it on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I messed up. It was user error. It said 123 the whole time. Whoop de doo. I got lost in New York. Uh, I started getting the hang of it, and, and in advance, I would ask every, when I would go back and get my round trip um, bus ticket because that's the way to do it. Otherwise, you're going to pay a lot for the tow. I learned to write down the gates. There was one time where I got to the gate after 1030, and it and it would have been a, a, a way. I would have walked another, who knows, 5,000 steps. Thousands. Thousands. You know, you, mi you miss, you miss a, a gate or you miss one turn. You're going to pay for it. That's what I learned in New York, too. You have, have to, to make go. the right decisions oh, yeah. and be, you know, pay attention and alert because mm -hmm. they can cost you yeah. money and steps. Yeah. So finally, I got to the Airbnb. Whoa. Home, sweet home. This is nice. Whoa. Thank you so much for finding this for me, baby. Lizzie found this for me. Look at this, this is perfect. And I need a shower because I am a sweaty mother effer. Got there, it was amazing. I walked in, it just felt like, it felt like a party, like a little party apartment. It had nice neon lights. I didn't turn them on, but um, it's just the, the vibe, just the feel. Like it, if you and me would have gone there and it, I want to take you back. It's yeah, so, so we didn't mention I didn't go with Freddy, but I will be going with him again to yeah. visit New York because I love, 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 love New York City yeah. as much as you do. Oh, I love New York. I believe that maybe in another life we were married <laughs> and had a life in yeah. in New York City. It's just how, how much we both New love it. New York! <laughs> Yeah, it's it's beautiful. And this time we're not going to get lost. No. We're not. We're not. Okay. We're I, I, I'm a New Yorker now. Look at me. I fit in. <laughs>
I fit in, you know? Yes. Where you at? I'm right here, baby. I'm over here now. I'm over here now. That would have been so cool to run into Andrew Dice Clay. Sometimes he hangs out in Central Park and he, he does some funny videos on there with Eleanor. And yeah, he goes up to random people. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'll take a picture with you. Have you ever seen him? No. Oh, I'm going to have to show you a video. It's so funny. That's funny. Anyway. I didn't know he lives there. Yeah, I, I don't know if he lives there, but he's there a lot. Oh, yeah, okay. probably. Probably does live there. Yeah, I walk into the Airbnb and I finally did get to get, you know, I got some rest. That's one of the differences, you know, if you're in, if I'm in my own hotel or the Airbnb, is there's there's a huge difference. It just feels like, oh, now I could sleep. I could fart. <laughs> I could, you know, whatever. You Do know? whatever the heck you want. Yeah, walk around naked, which I did. Man, if... If the Airbnb, I, I always, I always get freaked out from those movies we watch of like if there's a camera or whatever. I'm like fuck, they got, they got videos of me walking naked nonstop. There must be a law that they can have certain cameras in certain rooms, especially oh, in course. the bathroom. Oh, it's 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 illegal for sure. But there, people have been caught. It's yeah. happened. It's it's you know they've made scary movies from that shit. <laughs> but the times I was eating, um, <laughs> eating uh, banana king, banana king is this uh, Latin American restaurant, by the way. Amazing. That's one of the places that you had out there. Yeah. I, I went on DoorDash looking for uh, just anything to eat after the, the stand, which we'll talk about more in detail uh, from the experience, right? But I was eating that in my undies. And your undies? Straight up. So if they have a camera, they're going to see me with my undies, my sleep mask on top. Half yeah. naked with your sleep mask, I, eating your food. I had a steak sandwich. And sandwich. Sandwich. And then I had a salchicha with uh, papas. Yummy. And it was uh, chorizo salchicha. So they throw like this yum yum sauce and they call it uh, uh, salsa rosa. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Anything that uh, is named yum yum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got like a little cheesecake or yeah, it was like tiramisu, some kind of, you know, little cheesecake, little, little, little dessert, little pastry. And then one time, oops, one time I, I got a coconut drink. I ordered multiple times, by the way. From this bump spot? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's Oh, good. It's, it's solid. It's this place, banana king. Yo. What kind of food would you describe it? So they had arepas and they had Cuban sandwiches. So I would describe it Latin America, Latin America. like Caribbean, mm. Caribbean, Latin America. No, more than Caribbean because it's South America, too. Yeah. It, I mean, they had arepas. That's Colombian, Venezuelan. Wow. The variety, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. They yeah. should have that in Vegas. Yeah. I love when you visit another place. And it causes you to say, I wish they had this in my, in yeah. my, in my hometown or wherever I live. And I'm telling you, I want to, when we go back, look, I'm already, my accent coming out, man. Your New York When we accent. go back, <laughs> this place was full of Cubans, full of Cubans. Your people. Yeah. It was like everybody around me, my Uber, one time I, uh, when I got an Uber, the guy lived in front across the street. <laughs> he asked me, he's like, you stay with ahí? I'm like, no, I'm visiting, you know. Me estoy quedando unos días. He's like, ah, yo pensé que usted vivía ahí. Le iba a decir, I leo mi número. He's like, you want to be friends? <laughs> yeah, he's like, under the table, you know, be my driver. I was like, hell yeah. Hustling. But, um, the New York hustle. Yeah, no, it's. <clears throat> Speaking of New York hustle, this wasn't just a fun trip. It was a business trip. Yeah, we, told, we said we were going to do a podcast run to promote the show. And I got to do do um, another show. Uh, the thing is with Shannon Lee and Mike Figs, her co-host, and the the other guest was Ralph Sutton, the co-owner of Gas Digital, and that was pretty badass. That's so awesome. Yeah. That opportunity opened up to do it with him, yeah, and all of them, and, and just everything how it worked out. Everybody there is so badass. As soon as I got there, just the the the, the homie that opened the door for me. Um, just at the hospitality. And when you say there, you mean uh, Gas Digital Studios? Yeah, Gas Digital, the staff. Everybody was so cool. So the studio there is what a studio is. They mm -hmm. they have rooms where people can record. Yeah, uh, multiple rooms. Multiple yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And you had the opportunity to go in one of the rooms there and record. Yeah. The thing is uh, w with Shannon. Yeah, right after uh, the Juggalos, ICP. The main singer, the main guy from ICP. I, I apologize. I don't mean any disrespect. I don't know his name. I think it's Violent Mike or something like that. But um, he was there. He was recording with Ralph Sutton and Zach Amico 
uh, for the SDR show. And right after that, on the same studio, I got to record uh, with Shannon Lee and Ralph Sutton. And we, they ha- she has a paranormal uh, segment. And I got to share our story of Virginia City, our haunted ghost story with our homie, uh, Tony Noguera. So we walked over to the Catholic Church and then we're gonna walk over to um, the cemetery. As on our way over there, it's already getting dark. Our dumbass went around 3 p.m., right? So it's it's almost dark, it's winter. We walk out of a little shop, we're walking to our car, and some dude starts yelling, Antonio, Antonio. And we're like, who the f- is Tony? And we talked about that on the show. So anybody who wants to check out the story, go to the Thing Is podcast uh, from Gas Digital and, and check me on that episode. We'll put the name of the episode, the title. But um, you were great on it. Oh, and thanks, Ben. Thank you so much for doing that and promoting our our show. That was not the only podcast that you had the opportunity to promote it on. Yeah, I got to do Zach and Miko's Buy Guys podcast, Midnight Spook Show, On the Gate podcast with Gio Perez and Derek Dresser. So I got to jump on four really cool podcasts. Got to meet a lot of cool people, and everybody just super super nice. Got to eat also great food, and also you got to perform there because you mentioned yeah. you performed at the stand one night. Oh, yeah, at the stand uh, comedy club. Uh, Aaron Berg hooked it up with the spot there, and it was it was amazing, awesome experience, yeah, to, to spend it there. And so that night after the stand, um, you know, the night I ate banana king, I was super, super tired, right? Even though I did sleep during the day a little bit, I'm still trying to catch up. And that was the night I did catch up, by the way. But I'm tired and I'm hungry. And at this point, I took an Uber. Uh, so I was like, I'm not about to get the subway. I Hell no. You this learned is, your lesson. Yeah, this is September 11th, 9-11. I just got done with Legion of Kings. It was a whole thing. And we'll talk about that stuff too. But I get to the hotel and I go um, to my YouTube, my algorithm, whatever. The first thing that pops up is these alien bodies that they uh, presented in the Mexican Congress. What the heck? I have two videos. If you could go to the first one, I want you to see it and we could listen to it. And this is uh, the middle of the night. I'm listening to this. There I am in my underwear eating banana king. <laughs> banana king. Banana king. And I am freaking myself out with this video because I'm like, what the hell? Scientists unveil yeah. alien corpse. Yeah. What? Yeah. And, and I found this video, which is great. This girl condensed four hours of what I listened to. Well, I listened to it throughout the days I was there. But she pretty much condensed everything into one little short about what they what they presented. Uh, they had uh, Brian Graves, one of the pilots uh, that experienced and He was one of the witnesses about, you know, the, the UFO videos that they released and everything. The Tic Tac. He went down there. Yeah, the Tic Tac. He went down there uh, and spoke. They had several people go out there and speak kind of like what they did in, you United States with our Congress, except this one was wild. Okay, because it's, it's the Mexican Congress. <laughs> yeah, they took it up another notch. <laughs> okay, they brought a piñata. Okay, <laughs> they brought two piñatas. It was show and tell. Okay, it was like <laughs> it's kind of it's funny. It's very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, I believe anything almost because we've gone through a lot in our <laughs> yeah. lifetime but what's yeah. funny to me is in the united states here they're hush hush yeah they're very careful how they release information mm-hmm. to us yeah but in the mexican world <laughs> mexico they're like they're like here it is world <laughs> yeah. we don't care how you take it yeah and if you believe it or not yeah and this is not just little information we're gonna spill it out little by little because they could have been like rumor has it like it could have just been a story that yeah. say there's reports that they uh, that, that they found the bodies yeah maybe they show a little bit maybe some pictures maybe yeah maybe show me pictures i don't know but this they brought the thing straight they brought up. the whole thing into, they brought it in a coffin <laughs> it just gives like okay you're, you're making a mockery of this yeah i don't know but if it's real we can't rule that out we don't know yeah we can't we can't have you seen this yet scientists in mexico unveiled what they believe to be alien corpses so get this two small mummified specimens were shown at mexico's first ever ufo congressional hearing the alleged alien corpses were found in peru in 2017 and believed to be between 1700 and 1800 years old they only have three fingers and elongated heads it's kind of giving et 
X-rays of the alleged aliens were also shown, and experts say one of the bodies had eggs. <laughs> what do you think about all of this? That thing you're doing, I couldn't do it on my right hand. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, oh, there, uh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> there on that go. note, you have to watch E.T. She mentioned uh, E.T. Oh, you, yeah. You haven't seen that movie. Well, that, that's the thing. Um, that That's pretty insane. Okay, so let's just say these little pinatas are real, and, like, they're mummified aliens, right? Let's just say it is. Um, could it be that that's where the inspiration came from with E.T.? Because a lot of uh, insight that Spielberg... Spielberg? Spielberg. Yeah. Um, a lot of inspiration he got... I've heard that he was advised by people involved in the ufology, you know? So, like, oh, I think Alan Hynek. Ooh, look up... I, let me look up Alan Hynek. Island, Alan. Alan Hynek. You know, this kind of ties in to the, the, what we're going to be talking about. You see that? What's the title of that? This is all blurry right now. Uh, it says there's just the UFO experience. Okay, yeah. There you go. So, oh, Close Encounters. So, this guy right here... Uh, it says evidence behind close encounters project blue book blue book <laughs> project blue book uh -huh. and the uh, search for the answers i need to buy this book so yeah. so this guy right here not only did he write this book he wrote a book also on the north bergen uh uh ufo sightings he talked to over i think there was a, over a thousand sightings in front of this park uh in front of this building called the stonehenge apartments and joey diaz talked about that on, on Rogan, by the way, so people could look that up. And there's a History Channel video on that, too. So, anyway, this guy right here. The reason I bring him up is because he influenced Steven Spielberg a lot. The same guy that wrote the book about North Bergen, Steve, uh, this guy, Alan Heinick. He's the one that coined the term close encounters of the third kind, of the second kind, the first kind. He came up with that chart of the meanings. So, I believe close encounters from the first kind is when you see... A UFO from afar and so on. I, I don't want to butcher it, but there's meaning. So this guy, he influenced Spielberg. The E.T. movie that I've never seen, the the E.T., the extraterrestrial, the Martian. He looks like these little <laughs> pinatas. Doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Let's look that up. Let's look E.T. So I'm kind of like just tying it together. I'm thinking like, yeah, you see? This is, this is, this guy. Yeah, you see the little face? But he doesn't have three. He, he has, has more four than, fingers. He has huh? four fingers. But look at the face. I don't know. Kind of like the the skeleton. Look at look at the Mexican alien. Who would have thought? You'd be searching Mexican alien. Ah, uh, kind of, I guess. Yeah, the, the head one. shape. Kind of, huh? Yeah, for sure. Now let me show you the last video. So this is what they found out after they opened it up. They discovered uh, it's a pastel. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Someone did that. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Oh my god, that's good. Yeah, someone. This is the internet for you right away. Look how wow. fast. Some baker said, ah, okay, let me get some brown sugar and make That's a... That's genius. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoever did that is an artist yeah. what a, look at that yeah so so the the thing that's weird about that uh what they have is that they're gonna be doing some more studies and we'll see what happens what comes about but apparently has a structure inside like a skeleton and everything and, and could it be it could be also a, a kid a little kid that was mummified and then his head was shaped it was warped and one you know? of them had eggs in them as well yeah but i'm me thinking i, I think what it's, the, it's a mummy so they threw rocks i don't know no they said it was eggs not rocks eggs i don't know that's weird maybe <laughs> okay everything but the eggs is weird the whole that we found alien <laughs> bodies is not weird to you <laughs> no eggs? but the eggs part that's that's where you draw where the line they, well i guess if they're reptilian huh i guess reptiles lay eggs I don't know. I guess maybe so. this is this whole thing is and the three the three hand the weird. three finger thing. I guess they there's cave paintings of aliens that have that. And why right now? If I'm being skeptic, uh huh, an uh, unbeliever. Yeah, I'm connecting the dots here. Like the Vegas aliens story. Yeah. The Peru thing that happened. They reported seeing eight nine tall full creatures. Oh, that they were fighting in the in the jungle. They had to fly them and they shoot them down. There's They're flying in the air. Yeah. The whistleblower stories. The pilots they've come out recently. So everything recently has come out in the last few months, and now this has yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. 
it's just weird. Yeah, don't you say like a like lot of things have a lot of UFO stuff going on. A this lot year. of UFO stories. A lot. And now look at us. We've got yeah. converted too. I uh, into UFOs. I mean, into aliens. <laughs> we got converted into aliens. Yeah, yeah. This is this is uh, the outcome and the only one, as I've been told. So, what planet are you from? Why are you all pink? Or I'm red? from Planet Her. Planet Planet Her. Nice. Do you know where that is? No. um it's from doja doja cat's planet oh yeah doja doja (laughs) drink (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah planet her that's where i am from hey so what before we wrap up then let me ask you what's going on with doja i mean oh what is going on is she cool with her fans now wasn't she like cursing them out i still love doja but a lot of doja fans are really mad at her because she's been going off on them saying i don't care basically what you think and if you follow me or if you support me i still make music Uh. and if you're gonna like me you're gonna like me kind of thing (laughs) and i'm like where did this come from why I, i don't get it a lot of people say that she's playing a character uh. that uh, it's for a role that she's doing. I don't know if it's for a music video or a movie. They're excusing that because that's what she's playing. So she's playing like an evil, bad, uh, okay. bad character. From what people are saying, I don't know if it's been <laughs> yeah. confirmed, but people are saying on the flip side, like, no, that she's just being a bitch. That's just her not caring about her fans no more. And so I'm like, damn. Either way, it is crazy because either she doesn't care, that's crazy that you're doing that and possibly throwing everything away. And secondly, if she's playing a role, dang, the commitment that you're doing. Yeah. So it's a role for for what? A movie? That's what I don't know. I don't know if it's a movie Uh, or it's for uh, like um, an album that she's doing. And that whole album is going to be this role. Mm-hmm. that she's doing one of those actors they call them i forgot what they call them those actors that they they can they couldn't become that role mm-hmm. i forget what they call it Damn. like they immerse themselves into yeah like jim carrey when he became yeah. the guy from man on the moon andy kaufman yeah what is the word <laughs> for the actor what, what what should i type when an actor an uh, actor becomes, becomes the character oh look it finished the sentence what method acting method acting method acting method acting method <laughs> acting so is doja cat doing some method acting perhaps she's she i hope the, so for the, the sake of for the sake of her career i hope that she is method yeah. acting i mean look at that video she she became like the devil and stuff And the fact that she's cussing out her fans, that's just insane to me because you live on your off your fans. Yeah. I hope it's I hope it is is it is a character. I still Mm -hmm. love how she does her makeup. Maybe she'll come out with a documentary out of this. I was inspired by this makeup, this alien. Because there's so many looks great. There's so many there's so many alien um looks to do out in the world. But this one in particular was inspired by Planet Her yeah aka doja cat okay well all right well this has been a fun episode yes thank you doing a little recap thank you so much for dressing up and having fun especially because it's halloween season so why not have fun life is short let's keep dressing up i love to dress up so i hate makeup i don't like but this was not too bad this was actually it was cool i liked it there'll be many more coming your way you might see this this mask again in a different combination Oh, yeah. Not so flashy, more, you know, inconspicuous. Yes. Did I say the right word? Inconspicuous. Yeah. You got right. it. Well, thank you, baby. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please make sure if you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Do you want to turn into us? I don't think so. So hit subscribe. Hit a like. Maybe say a hello in the comments below. No? Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.